0: One man, one mission To rid the world of low standard and mediocre acting Once and for all Brian Timoney, the world's leading authority on method acting Brings you powerful, impactful, volcanic acting And business of acting techniques In his special acting podcasts It's Brian Timoney's world of acting Unplugged and unleashed
1: Right, hi everybody And uh, welcome to this uh, podcast And I've got Rob with me here again today Hello Hello. Um, So Rob, um, what we're going to talk about is um, starlets and oddballs? <laughs>
0: Are we all <laughs> <Yeah>. right?
1: <laughs> so so um, here's the thing: is I think that many people have, um, when they or even w- maybe they're not in the profession, but outside the profession or coming into profession, have this idea that um, it's only the the really beautiful people that they get work, um, and it's like they they have to you know especially Hollywood these days, and I think there's an immense amount of pressure on women, especially in Hollywood right now. Um, to keep this um, image up of being young and beautiful
0: and being a certain image. This may well have been the case back in the 1950s in Hollywood, a little bit more than it is now, but it's certainly not the case now. Certainly it's definitely not the case in the uk or europe and um it's not the case anywhere near as much in hollywood well i don't know i've
1: been there quite a lot Rob, and there, there is um a, a real pressure on women of a certain age i would say to keep to keep looking young okay. you know and, oh, and at yeah. least to plastic surgery and all kinds of things that happen right so i think there is that element in the industry where there are, and and actually men as well now i mean we're seeing um you know men in Hollywood go through plastic surgery and all kinds of stuff I know, right I know. so there is there is this thing about that particular image and I think that the, the the there's this notion that you have to be that in order to be successful in the acting industry now the reason I've called this podcast starlets and oddballs is that yes there there is the young and the beautiful but there's also another category which are people who are odd and for some particular reason or eccentric or unusual and they are also highly desired by the industry uh, and i think that there's there's a huge uh, amount of people in between that as well you know you've got in between the starlet and oddball you've got people that are quote unquote normal i guess the
0: majority know? of the profession yes exactly yeah. Yeah.
1: and um and that's fine too, you know. And I think there's um, that people fall into different subcategories within that category. But I think it's important that people understand that it's not just the young and the beautiful they get work no. and um, to highlight this this is a true story rob mm-hmm. um there's a casting director in america um very very big casting director and she was casting this uh hollywood movie and she was looking for certain types now the industry being global these days you know she said she sent me an email and said look brian we're looking for um this these sort of types and i said okay and i looked at it and there was, um, there was one female character and there was a male character. And so I sent her some suggestions back, great. And then a week later she said, actually, um, the remit has changed on the man. And she said, "It's the body type, this is how they phrase things in LA these days, um, the body type has changed, the requirement of the body type has changed for the male character. And she referenced an actor that was in um, The Hangover. As a point of reference. Now, this guy is in the Hangover. is the guy that's kind of he's short, he's hairy, he's fat, and he's very funny. And but that that is his body type, right? So that's what she was sort of referencing. And I thought I need to look for a, okay. I says so. I'm looking for a short, fat, hairy guy, right? And I was looking at who <laughs> who I knew, you know, the students that have been through the studio. And I thought, God, I don't have actually a short, fat, hairy guy that would be appropriate to send up. And I thought this is interesting because the industry does does go between It is looking for lots of different looks and different types and i think that um especially young people coming into in- industry tend to think that it's only this you know model type look no of course it's not for. because
0: that that would be unrealistic i mean uh, the majority actually the majority of people in real life are not fantastically good looking marvelous Shining people.
1: Apart from myself, Rob.
0: Uh, but, well, know, uh, apart from myself and <laughs> so, um, yourself. They're, they're not like that. And so, uh, you know, if, if the industry is going to reflect real life and films are about real people, then they're not all going to be like that, are they? There no. aren't going to be people that look ordinary or oddball.
1: And, and I mean. think actually, in this country, um, it, it is different. You know, we do have programmes where people are, you know, rough and ready and they'll, they'll look, you know, more real mm. in that way. Um, so I think you know the US and UK are slightly different in that thing.
0: also in this country of course um, uh, what's happened now since the 1960s really I think this happened in that uh, working class actors are used Mm. Um, ordinary men and women that happen to be actors just working class actors now I've been on pretty good authority that actually in the states it's still very sort of classy type thing in the states the acting industry and that it's all it's very middle classy
1: well, of, I, I'll hmm. tell you my, my experience. Cause I, as you know, Rob, I spent quite a bit of time yep. over there, you know. Um, so the, here's the thing that the the overriding thing about America is that they are looking for the next big thing and they don't care where it comes from. They really don't. They will literally look at everybody. now. Um, the the thing is though, obviously within that there's a lot of variance. You know, you know a lot of the cast and directors say, look, there's a lot of people here here in LA, but they're not all good actors. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of bad actors Ain't here, and people just got off the bus from you know arizona or wichita or whatever and they basically want to give it a crank, but have no experience but i guess we're going back to the delusional thing Guess yeah? back to the
0: last podcast because, yeah. because um you know when, when i was in la i don't know how you find i know you go to la specifically quite a lot but when i was in la the only people i met were english guys trying to be actors <laughs> <laughs> the, honestly the only people i met were english girls and boys all out there for the pilot season yeah. Trying to be active. There is a lot. But none of them have, have got a lot of experience. They were just going out there as chances. Good luck to them. You know, yeah. but they were just going out as chances. Yeah.
1: And yeah. The, the the thing about America is that, the, a lot of people do get seen regardless of background and, and even, dare I say it, and I hate to say it, experience. Yeah. Because they will, but the thing is, once you're in the door, of course, you can either do the job or you can't. And if you don't, then you're out and that, that's, a, that's the main thing here and, and I guess here in the UK the same rules apply you know you, you can get in once you get in the door you've got to be able to do the job um, but anyway I think it's more about this, do you fit a a specific image? And I think that within the industry, you know, they're looking for all types. Because when was the last time, Rob, that you watched a TV or a film and everybody was the same age, everybody looked the same, and, you know, know, it never happens. You know, we need all types of actors. And um, one of the other things, actually, that that cast and directors are here over and over again saying is your your natural... um, what's the word um sort of strangeness or um you know you're, your your authenticity yeah, yeah. you the way that you are and, and if you are a little bit um off the wall don't hide it oh. actually bring it into the room they love
0: it no no and don't try and correct ticks little ticks you've got and it nervous never twitches or ticks when you, that you think when you've seen yourself on camera uh Oh, geez. why do I do that why do I why do I sort of move my lip like that when I talk I'm, I've got a lip that c- curls up at one side when I talk all the time and that's great I keep that that's a good little character thing that's that's me um, and I haven't tried to correct it and sometimes my eyebrows can have a little bit of life mm. um, and you know I think it looks awful. But other people tell me no that's great that's good character stuff keep that mm. and so yeah. don't try and correct your little little physical tics and things
1: yeah no I think you're right yeah. and um, the, the other thing I've noticed as well going back to the starlight end of the spectrum yeah. is that sometimes when people are inordinately good looking yeah. they kind of they think that's it they think that's enough they, <laughs> they, they, they don't you know just look at me that's enough well, I don't need to do much more than that and actually they don't um, um, there's a lack of, um, you know, sort of desire to really learn. I'm not saying all everyone, mm. right? But I've just noticed that sometimes when people are really good looking, they don't think that. It, well, well, kind of goes back to like dating, right? So let's talk about dating for a moment, because when if you were in a pub club um, and you see somebody that's really attractive, they don't need to do much. They're going trying to attract a certain amount of attention anyway. And even if their personality is completely rubbish, and sometimes that is the case Until a lot. Until they open
0: their mouth. Yeah. yeah. And then Men you realise... Men and women.
1: Men and women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And um, and you go, oh, right, okay. And then there might be somebody there who's maybe average looking or maybe not good looking at all, but they have an amazing personality. They, they bring a lot to the well, table. Well, of course,
0: beauty is in the eye of the beholder, as they say. Yeah. And um, a part of a person's beauty is their personality, is their, their inner being. Um, and I believe that can actually affect your your physical appearance as well. Um, and so, yeah, beauty is in the eye of the beholder anyway. Who's to say that these so-called really beautiful, stunning people are in fact beautiful and stunning? You know, I, And um, sometimes actually yeah. somebody's appearance, if
1: they are not completely satisfied with their appearance, and maybe they're not the most beautiful person in the world, looks-wise it spurs them on to develop their personality more it it, it spurs them on to develop their talent more I mean somebody that springs to mind is um, the late but great uh, Robin Williams Uh because he he kind of you know spoke in the past about the fact that when he was growing up he said he said i realized i wasn't the most good looking person in the playground B- he said was the funniest but he said i made it, <laughs> I, I became the funniest he said yeah. so he said I, that was the way that i, that I became that my attracted his attractiveness came out and i thought that's really interesting um and uh, yeah, it's it's important that you you know you, that you develop your personality and these this authenticity of your personality, and not just think I'm just going to rely on my looks, or that's enough. Well, I believe
0: I believe, Brian, you know that um, as well as having um, trained extensively, yes, to, um, <laughs> to to further your craft and to further yourself uh, uh, as an artist, um, I believe that. Um, it's gone what were you just saying I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. you're having a moment rob you went I'm,
1: blank I'm let's having, talk about I'm, how to recover
0: i'm having a moment here uh, we, um, I, uh, 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 as, as well as the training i believe that um uh ah, the personality that's right yeah as well as the training i believe that um acting a lot of acting is actually done on personality as well hmm. um so what you just said is very interesting about, you know, developing personality, which anyone can do, of course, just by uh, getting life experience. Um, it's a very important aspect. In being an actor, your 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 authentic personality, who you actually are, never mind about thinking you're being a character and working on. Who are you? Who who are you?
1: And, and, uh, and it's yeah. a bit of attractiveness, isn't it? And yeah. it's because ultimately, when we are looking at movie stars, and uh, and that is the you know the sort of you know the, the the far end of the spectrum that we're looking at movie stars is that. <laughs> What happens is people get attracted to them, and it's not always because of their looks; it's because of their personality as well,
0: their charisma, whatever you'd want to call it. Um, And do people want to
1: hang around? Because here's the other thing: is that you know, if you if you find that maybe um, you know, what kind of people do you attract normally in everyday life? Because at the end of the day. You know, if you find that you know you're living a life of no friends, nobody wants to know you, um, then that that should tell you something, you know, because at the end of the day um you, people are attracted to people male or female um in different situations well in we my get case
0: it tells me that no one's got any taste they don't, <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they don't yeah. know what they're talking about yeah no, they don't know what if they're you talking don't about. like me you have no, no taste yeah <laughs> no. um
1: and uh, yeah. you're probably right there rob yeah, i think you're right there
0: um <laughs> no but um uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know obviously uh, y- you have to keep a check on yourself Hmm. And um, if there's no one to check you, <laughs> you have to keep a check on yourself, and uh, just, just you know,
1: well, just, I, just I connect, had, just
0: connect with yourself, and, and stay in touch with yourself, really.
1: I had uh, a, an, an agent once that said to me, and I, I, he was really, he'd, we'd went out for a few drinks, so he'd had a few glasses of wine after this but I think I think he was always a great <laughs> idea and he said Brian he says you know what sometimes it just comes down to the room uh, down to the fact of do, does the people do the auditionees uh, the auditioners um, the cast and directors or whoever that do you're auditioning like you audition for do, do they fancy you and he said, and when he, he said fancy you, it was more than just do they like the look of you. He said, do they actually find you attractive? Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's that's an important element. And attractiveness is encom- encompasses a lot of different things. And I think that, um, you know, going back to the dating scenario, you know, it's, uh, it's good for actors to think of it in that way. You know, does when you are going for stuff, you're interacting with people. Are they naturally going to be attracted and find you interesting? Um, or not, because at the end of the day, in the dating scenario, people don't date people they don't like.
0: That's true. In the dating scenario, I think that uh, you try and make your potential date like you. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm not sure that that's a good idea in the audition room to try and make them like you. Just go in and be yourself. No, yeah,
1: I agree. Mm-hmm. But you have to be. But the other thing is, I think that you should bear in mind about bringing out the parts of you that are most attractive. You know, it's like, there's no point in walking in the room and being, you know, if if your natural state every day is to go in and moan, then I wouldn't say that's probably the best thing to do in that situation is go in and moan to casting directors. like, you, you kind of got to think about what are the best sides of your personality and bring them into Yeah, go and be
0: the best of what you are. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: So um, Starlet balls, Rob, it's like, and everybody in between. Which one are you, Brian? Oh, well,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I'm a mixture of both, actually, Rob. Okay, you know, it's like, yeah. nah, I don't know. I would probably, <laughs> um, joking aside, I would probably, I'd, I'd probably fall into the middle. You know, it's like, I wouldn't say that I'm like... Um, I'm not like uh, stunningly um good looking attractive but I'm not i wouldn't either put myself in the other end of the spectrum where I'm you're a not complete, either. I'm not a complete oddball where and and so I, I probably fell fall within the middle, which means actually that there's you know there's probably cast ability wise there's uh there's there's a wide um, area now thats can be good and it can be bad because sometimes when you're a niche that is a great asset. Now, if I was to talk about my own nicheness, it would be because, say, I'm Scottish and the you know living in England, there might be certain parts and stuff that I came up. That when they're looking for that type of person, my age group, you know, doing um, of that background, then I fit into that niche. And I think if you have a niche, and you should try and identify one. If you do, if you don't, actually um can help because it gives clarity
0: this is probably um the subject of a whole new podcast which i'll suggest to you (laughs) and that's typecasting yes Uh, you know falling into the niche typecasting whatever listen there's nothing wrong with typecasting there's nothing wrong with being thought of by the industry as fitting into that very small niche and you're being typecast in the same type of roles all the time bring it on i welcome it i I, that, that that's fine for me, for, for me it's fine you know it's, um, because inevitably the industry will see you in a certain way they will, casting directors will see you in a certain way you know I mean I don't, I don't think Bry, they're going to call you in to be a heavyweight boxing champion
1: well, you never know. And so,
0: and so <laughs> for, 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 for example, no, you're but right. But they will call it in yeah. to be Glaswegian villain, yeah, or something like yeah. that, because that's the niche you would fall into more. Yes, and, and, and so, I think
1: it's important yeah. that people recognise their niche. You know, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be really honest. You mm. know, because um, and I think going back to delusion again is like you can not be delusional about what you are presenting to the industry because you are the product, you are the service. When you look in the mirror and you're listening to yourself talk and you walk, what is it that people see because that is what the industry will tend to put you in and you need to know that in fact if anything you want to kind of push that forward because then it gives clarity so long as
0: it's real and it really is you yeah and you're not trying to invent something no um i think i want to take the tough man roles so i'm going to walk around being a tough man no that, yeah. that's not going to work. No, yes. but it's like,
1: I, a friend of mine, you're right, this can probably be another subject for another yeah. day. But um, in fact, you know what, Rob, let's not talk about it right now. Because All right. I think let's. this is a whole subject for another podcast. Let's talk about it in the next one, which is about, we're going to talk about typecasting. We'll talk about, um, actually, I've got a very um, good example of somebody, what you just described there, but... You don't want to invent something you're not. But no. what about pulling forward? If you have an idea of characters that you want to play and you think you could do them well, how can you enhance yourself and bring forward those elements even stronger okay, what you in do? order to make it even more visible? Shall I answer that now or next time? Let's do it next time. Okay, because we're I've got a good an answer for that. Yeah, All right. so excellent. We'll, we'll right. do it next time. We'll okay. do it next yeah. time. So um, let's that, we're going to sign off now on uh, this podcast. Thanks for joining us and uh, we'll look forward to speaking to you the next time. Have a lovely day
0: thanks so much for listening to this episode of brian timoney's world of acting for more great content and to stay up to date go to www.briantimoneyacting.co.uk make sure you listen next time where brian brings you powerful impactful volcanic acting and business of acting techniques we'll see you next time